Saunders, getting through this in the Flatiron section of New York City. And I'm Scott Blakeman, back on the Upper East Side of Manhattan after surprising and suspenseful 12 days in Clearwater, Florida, where I managed to turn a positive COVID test into a positive experience. Our listeners know that I was one of the lucky ones who just had a runny nose for three days and how I really began to feel myself again during last Wednesday's podcast. But what they don't know may shock them. I loved this little low-key piece of Florida with its restored former 1950s and 60s motels, the genuine enthusiasm and sweetness of my lovely servers at the two large outdoor restaurants of the beach who called me Hun. But our listeners may ask, isn't this the same Florida of Governor Ron DeSantis and marauding massless goons at spring break? Well, admittedly it is, but that's not the Florida this reporter experienced. Because I didn't just recover from COVID, I actually thrived in this charming, quiet, and white-sanded haven that I called home. Scotty, I feel like I and our elite family of brilliant podcast listeners have well, we've unwrapped, uh, unwrapped a gift, Scotty. And the gift is the story of your star-crossed trip to Florida. Oh, you could have had us on the edge of our seat by unraveling your tale moment by moment from when you arrived with the hopeful expectation of being that most envied of relatives, a wedding uncle. And then the heartbreak of a COVID test that threatened to shatter those dreams and created more edge-sitting for we listeners. But what people don't talk about is being on the edge of some seats is not necessarily good for the edge-sitter and surprisingly can damage the seat unless it's built to take it like a lazy boy or an Eames chair which or which has an exceptionally comfortable edge. So a very special thank you, Scotty, for a great big joyous romp where plus positivism triumphs, and we all discover a new love for the part of Florida few could have envisioned without help from Google. Yes, Tommy, and I consider myself lucky. Of course, I regaled our listeners in our previous two podcasts with uh, the journey, and those, those days since then really were, well, sometimes recovering can be a day at the beach, literally. Yes, that's right, Tommy. I was at the beach every day, a short five-minute stroll from my restored motel and, and, and just a, a marvelous thing. And Tommy, let me just say, this is a, yeah. a message that, well, you think of Hallmark movies, all the passersby, and there weren't many on the streets, it was very quiet, but would smile. And again, my lovely servers. You know what, Tommy? I didn't know their politics. I didn't get into any discussions about Build Back Better or other things. I just knew them to be nice to me and enthusiastic and calling me hun. And that's as far as it went, Tommy. And maybe just maybe in this holiday season, that's a lesson we could all learn that to focus on our similarities and not our differences. Scotty, I am so uplifted from this <laughs> uh, Hallmark. I, it, I almost, it almost feels like I can hear music. Do you hear a faint sound of uh, the, the uh, podcast theme music? Well, it, this is interesting you bring that up, Tommy. Our listeners are going, oh, what's the, well, I, I can't hear that. It's the kind of music that only you and I can hear. The reason is, you know this so well, Tommy, royalties. Yeah. So we, you get around it by we can hear it. But yeah. if our listeners heard it, then it's a pretty pitch. Oh, that, that's good. As long as the listeners get But I actually do hear uh, the, the, the faint to constant sound. 
you know, of, of, uh, of our podcast theme. And in a way I find it uplifting and, and I hope it's not distract. I hope our listeners can, are not distracted by it because Scotty, your uplifting holiday plus wedding plus COVID story puts to shame even the most cloying of Hallmark holiday movies, <laughs> even with titles such as A Hot Chocolate Christmas and <laughs> Christmas Sister Swap. <laughs> that one, yeah. So that one, that was a scandalous one, but nonetheless, a but, great holiday but, story. And um, they're actually, those are actually titles from the many, many titles of of uh, uh, Christmas uh, uh, Hallmark specials. Which, well, Tommy, uh, I would love as an exercise to write one with you because it must be, uh, you know, baffling, but also vaguely comforting because it's very, you, there's no mystery in these stories. I mean, you knew, know exactly from the beginning, well, they're building that big development. Well, our family, though, has always stood for something different. Well, I know, but we could use the money. And then eventually, you know, they wear whoever it is down and the good result happens at the end. Uh, but this, my story was, uh, uh, you know, maybe almost like a, a, well, a foreign version of a Hallmark film, uh, less dialogue, more dreamy shots of the water, uh, a lot of close-ups. Yeah. Like a 19 kind of a, a way yeah. and subtitles too. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it uh, didn't mean to cut you off because I got just so excited at the thought of, of maybe a, a zoom in shot, uh, of, uh, of Scotty as he's walking along the beach. Yeah. Uh, one of those Zoom 1970s indie movie <laughs> shots. Which I love, uh, uh, yeah. That, uh, and, uh, but I think what we take from this too is just your upbeat attitude um, that, that really is, uh, it really does put Hallmark movies to shame because I don't even think a Hallmark character could have been, could have taken your uh, situation and handled it with such cheerfulness, Scotty. I, I, uh, here you had come all the way uh, down to Clearwater, Florida. Yes. Um, which is not the top, on the top of everybody's Florida list, but it sounds good. Like you, want, you don't want to go to, uh, to um, uh, Murky Water, Florida, or no, Murky no, Water actually, in any state. It's uh, repeatedly named the number one beach in the country. Uh, uh, so the beach is... Uh, Stunning, and it's a lovely town. And and and, but yes, you're right, Tommy. Look on this podcast. One of the themes that we have is things you know that didn't happen, uh, and we were so relieved about that. And I could have had a, a even being fully boosted. Who knows? I know people who had worse colds or worse reactions, and mine was very very uh, mild. As our listeners know, I basically recovered on air in a po podcast that's already in the Smithsonian uh, last Wednesday, where the sheer process of doing the uh, podcast made me uh, begin to feel uh, even better. But uh, and thankfully, Tom, yes, I did miss the wedding and the wedding dinner, but I did get to see my niece and her husband on two occasions safely uh, outdoors prior to that, as, as, as well as others. And which which girded me, if that's the word, for a week of uh, isolation only to be uh, broken up on Monday when I got to walk uh, with my sister and brother-in-law outdoors, uh, fully masked to follow uh, protocol. So uh, I'm thankful, Tommy. And again, for the, the Huns and for the warm weather and the white sandy beach and for the other people on the beach as well. Scotty, uh, so fascinating to me that that, as you say, you had to spend days in in uh, basically in Florida, but in exile, essentially from your <laughs> like family. A dictator, and almost. I could and be a dictator in exile. You could have been uh, a dictator in exile. You could have been uh, uh, 
Noriega or, or Napoleon on that <laughs> island of um, whatever that island he had to go to. Uh, and and uh, but and, and you could have become what I'm saying, I guess, is that you could have become bitter. Oh, you yeah. could have become a different Scott, a bitter Scott, an yeah. angry, resentful. It's all it's all it's a big conspiracy to keep you from going to a wedding and from being the wedding uncle. Scotty, yeah, uh, 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 you could have become so embittered about having lost your chance to stroll around chest puffed out as the mighty wedding uncle, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, no, and I could have milked that, but. Uh, you, you didn't do it. You didn't. You, know, you, you didn't milk anything. As didn't far milk, as I I, well, thanks to technology, I was able to view it on Zoom. Ironically, just a hundred yards from where it was actually going on, uh, and and everyone understood. And again, I got to see them in person, so I was thankful. Tommy, you bring up the thought of being a dictator and exile and the bitterness. I'm at least I'm prepared now. I mean, I, I doubt this is going to happen. That I ever, I would never be a dictator in exile. I would be no. a president in exile. You know, a democratically elected president. That's and, and by the way, let me just say that right now. Yeah, I, I, I think we all, you know, we're talking about Hallmark moments and and the warmth uh, of the holidays, and we're still in the holiday week between oh, Christmas yeah. and New Year's. So this is, in a sense, a a a a, a, a very holiday podcast right now. Yeah, and the fact that you didn't turn into an embittered dictator. Uh, that, and, and, and that that and you never would, Scotty. I mean, that's it's times like these that really show your metal, I think, is the is the expression. You know, well, when, when the chips are down, Scotty, <laughs> you didn't turn into an embittered dictator. Who... No, no. And actually, that would probably be interesting. You said that the, the Hallmark movie, because they sort of zero in on some what you'd expect. And so, yeah, it'd be a guy who's bitter, like, yeah, what was me? Not everything worked out exactly the way I want in this holiday season. And then you meet somebody who says, hon, and it changes yeah. your life. That Exactly, exactly. And you learn to appreciate the things that do go well, and which was the, the majority of things. And uh, and I must say, getting back to the whole Florida thing, what better place to be than five minutes from the beach? And even though I was keeping away from people, when you sit on the beach, uh, uh, even in normal times, only a creep would sit right, right next to you because the beach is expensive, Tommy. Why, even at the height of the holiday season, Clearwater Beach has miles and miles of white sandy beach that you could stretch out and enjoy as far as the eye can see. Well, Scotty, I think that this is uh, more than just um, uh, a, a, a heartwarming romp through the through a holiday wedding uh, fiasco yeah. uh, that could have been a fiasco. Yeah. It wasn't. Let's just go through what you didn't do for just a moment. What you didn't do, uh, and I, I don't want people to lose sight of the fact that at no point did you decide, I've had enough of this staying in a motel, mere feet from a wedding. And then you just kicked open the door and it, without even changing out of your pajamas, <laughs> stormed into the wedding, into the middle of the wedding while yeah. it was under and saying, What's the matter? Am I a leper? What's the matter? Are you afraid I'll breathe on you? And then you you take off your mask and start breathing on people. Mm, you didn't uh, do that, Scotty. No, you, no. And that, although what you just described is a great, you know, elevator pitch for a truly hard, hard <laughs> film, uh, in every way, especially for these times, it would rake in international box office. But no, you're right, Tommy. My thoughts were, it was a relaxation. At one place I stayed at, there was a balcony and yeah. I literally addressed my family from the balcony as if, <laughs> like, as if a, I were the like a benevolent dictator but oh very benevolent i think of pope a jewish pope <laughs> and i they were in the parking lot and i addressed them 
uh, cheerily, uh, right. trying to you know clear but, my throat and just uh, so that was a marvelous perk. And then wow. I, did have- I mean, how often do you ever get to address your family from a balcony? Oh, yeah. I, I can't even remember when I've ever done. I, I think it, I, my family would really appreciate it. I know I would really feel great if I could have done that. Address to <laughs> family from a balcony. And that way they can't just right away cut you off or interrupt you. They have to listen to what you say in the, your entirety. And then they have to applaud or cheer. or Yeah, exactly. And, and Tommy, hopefully they did. Uh, oh, well, Scotty. actually, I probably got to see them in a way more by being on the balcony those than if I was, was at the wedding because the wedding, you know, everybody's got to attend to everybody else. Well, they're, they're in your face, Scotty. People are just in, in one at a time. Whereas when you're, when you address people from a balcony and by the way, I, I, I now I really envy you. Uh, I, I wish I had gotten, I, I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but yeah. in a way I wish I had gotten COVID in Clearwater was able to address my family. Well, the very mild, the very mild case. But, I mean, but, but the, very, the very mild case. Yeah, and I must say it wasn't a throng. I mean, it was individually, but I'd see them getting out of that car and i go, hi, and there I was. So it was a way to, I was always in touch with people and I was able to see them in person before. So that's what is, is a blessing. But Tommy, uh, let me paint this. I'm going to switch to what they call in the business a split screen, oh, uh, because while I was basking in the sun and going through my experience in warm, balmy Clearwater, Florida, you had a holiday experience all your own and slightly cooler Libertyville, Illinois. But you were at a hotel. And my question is, and the question all our listeners have, did you have a balcony? Scotty, no, I did not. And mm. I, I was on the uh, the first floor of the Holiday Inn Express in yeah. Libertyville, Illinois. And uh, uh, there was the, there was no balcony. Um, uh, outside my window was a parking lot, mm. and uh, sometimes there was a van that parked right in front of my not a big parking lot, empty, but somehow the van was parked right in front of my window. Mm. And I feared that somebody would be sitting in the van watching me <laughs> as I romp around my uh, uh, hotel room um uh unaware and and that that creeped me out scotty that was not a, ha- a hallmark moment no fortunately but... nobody was in the van so it was even more sort of desolate imagine scotty you look out and there's an empty van staring back at you oh no you never want that and because all the movies we see there are a couple of guys with headsets in the back of the van <laughs> listening to your conversation <laughs> watching you know because you're being Right. tailed by the cia or some nefarious yes. group yes so, exactly and that 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 crossed my mind that i was being uh tailed and set up for and i would be framed yeah. for something i didn't do scotty i yeah. whatever it was i didn't do it and that i just want that out there right now i have no idea first of all it's speculative i never really saw any evidence that they were um you know, members of FBI. I I don't know. Do you say members of FBI or? I, I mean, they are part of that group, that organization. F- uh, FBI guys. I don't know if you can say that either. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know that that was the case. Uh, I But I'm just glad that I was not doing anything that they would, you know, uh, 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 other than... Um, well, no, I mean, really, there's uh, I, I look back on it. I don't I'm definitely was not feeding secrets to the Chinese. No, no, no. And I think that if they didn't know that right from the beginning, they know it now, thankfully. Yeah. 
And, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes, look, even the best of intentions, they go off on a wild goose chase. Yes. And then they go, wait a minute, this isn't our guy. And they pack up and the van drives away. Uh, thankfully, there was no breaking down the door. While no, there was not. There the was morning. nothing like that. They were yeah. perfect gentlemen. They kept their distance. They yeah. must have found out, well, you know, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's one of the good ones. You know, they kind of gave a look to each other like, hey, maybe... Maybe this was a wild goose chase and yeah. and they left me alone. Scotty, in a way, that was my Hallmark moment, that they didn't break down the door and drag me off uh, uh, out of mistaken identity because, Scotty, I did absolutely nothing. And by what? the way, why should you wait until you're under arrest to say, I did nothing? Like, I'm not under arrest uh, right now. Nobody's hauling me away. Nobody's right. accused me of anything. But that shouldn't stop me from saying I did nothing, Scotty. I am completely innocent. Well, you should. There should be a registry or some kind of portal where you just simply say I've done nothing, and then they don't even. Yeah. yeah why do you have to wait for that? That knocking down the door at four in the morning thing. I mean, it's so. It why not like, just? Yeah. Uh, when you have done nothing, uh, that's the perfect time to tell people that you've done nothing. You yeah. Know? So he just makes it easier for them anyway. <laughs> no. Like, oh, this guy's in the clear. We don't have to. You know, but yeah, everyone, and, and fortunately, and, and yeah, so that's a great uh, business to be in. Just get clear your name now. Clear your name now before anybody can, you know, confuses you for somebody yeah. else or, yeah. or, or, or just out of uh, abundance of caution accuses you of something. Just say right now, while there's nobody is, is even hinting that I've done anything wrong, I'm going to say right now, I have done absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, 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 and if I did, it certainly was not knowing. I did not. I was not aware that it was wrong at the time. And if I was, I I'm a different person now. That's and, not... and even if it, you did, it doesn't merit an arrest. It may be <laughs> a little talk to, you know, a little uh, take you to the side. So I think that's a great invention. It's a great and the, yeah. to have that, and to, so we don't have less of these ridiculous uh, mistaken. Uh, apprehension right yeah. why wait until somebody's got you in handcuffs before you just say to somebody apropos of nothing that's yeah. the key it's apropos of absolutely nothing to say you know i did not i have done nothing wrong well you could have knocked on the van which again i wouldn't want to do in no. general to the guys if they were with the headset in the old days the headsets and the reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder and you go guys uh you don't even have to talk to them just kind of single didn't do anything and they go uh, okay, and then they drive off. So, but even that, why do you have to d confront them directly? It should I know, be, you know. And, and then he would say, "Well, no, I know you should get get a lawyer." But then that's going to cost you a pretty penny. Oh yeah, the yeah. lawyers involved. So no, definitely. I, I like your method. You just go out there. And there there's a van there, and if there's nobody in the van, which there wasn't, uh, do I just wait outside the van and just until somebody shows up, or what do I do then? Well, that's the thing, and then you then you're the guy. Oh, this could be the, the, the oh Henry Twist. You're the guy hanging around the van, and that's what you get pulled in for—a yeah. mysterious person loitering around a van. That is a total irony because yeah. I was only loitering in order to clear your uh, name, to clear my name, because wow. I, I did nothing wrong, Scotty. Yeah, that, I have done nothing wrong. Well, Tommy, that's the act break. I can yeah. hear you saying, "I did nothing wrong. <laughs> I did nothing wrong." As they dress, so uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, this is a classic noir, uh, <laughs> updated from like Susan Hayward or those great films. Uh, you know, yeah, from the nineteen forty nine. Yeah, Ida Lupino. <laughs> uh, 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 yes, yeah, Scotty, it really is, and yeah, and, and, and it's 
it's great because it's a guy who, who who wants to clear his name, but nobody has actually implied that he has done anything wrong, but he doesn't want to wait until that happens. <laughs> He's seeking pre-clearance, <laughs> pre-clearance and they don't get it. And then in the process <laughs> of seeking pre-clearance, he becomes the object of suspicion. Yes. Uh, ironically, his efforts to pre-clear himself want, uh, have him uh, uh, in the who's gal. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a, and, and uh, we would have to make it in black and white, of course. Yeah, but, uh, but, that's the key. And yeah. and uh, I know there's a lot of the the younger generation. They don't like the black and white movies. Yeah. And so that means that we have to start to re-educate them. Um, and, and I would say, don't wait on that. I would say, let's start this week. To get to have and I and don't let's call them re-education. No, no, that, that conjures up China and those. Yeah, things. yeah, it wouldn't be that. Uh, but 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 some kind of facility where people and I don't think and I has I don't know how how to do it other than mandatory uh, through the government that people uh, uh, go to classes and learn how to enjoy black and white movies. Oh yeah, well I think there should be a government a cabinet level position of. Secretary of the Arts. Secretary and, and of the Arts. And that should be, have billions of dollars to people learn about the value of black and white films. Yeah. And Joe Mankiewicz from TCM could conduct some workshops. And I think uh, the arts, Tommy, why? If it wasn't for the arts, let me ask you, how a play, a movie, a book, television show, hasn't it in some way changed your life or made it better? Why can't that be the priority of this government? And truly, in many countries do have that I think I uh, yeah. at least some well, emphasis on the key is just what you just did. You, yeah. you you didn't say you know folks we yeah. need arts in this uh, here community. No, you you spoke in a way that uh, uh, softened the sound of it with your erudite accent that you were <laughs> you were able to turn on at a moment's notice. Well, and we've had a and plea with for the arts. Yeah, the arts for for is it not the arts that that is the highest pinnacle of culture and and that which we must all aspire to and yes scotty i mean that when i heard you speak with that tone of voice i i was about to dig into my pocket and just <laughs> well tommy get, we do that money. so often on this podcast with, with that voice and of course the travelogue voice the newsreel voice the grand voices of and i haven't the thought of florida yes florida Yes, the low-rise buildings of the restored 40s and 50s motels, a quiet, tranquil experience far from the maddened crowd, Florida. And we sadly bid farewell for now to Florida and thank you for being our home for a week's time and more. And it's, we need to bring back those voices. Yes. Uh, well, Scotty, that's what, that, that is, uh, 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 you know, the, the, thi- the thing about that uh, voice is that when you spoke that just now, I felt a shiver of respect for a state that, frankly, I don't think has been getting enough respect lately. Florida, yes, the <laughs> grand state that hangs down from America into the Gulf of Mexico uh, like a beard, or you know, just the, 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 the sort of the, the flowery language and the forceful tone, which makes you really think, you know, Scotty, what you did was in a way you know, we've we've spoken of you as being a sort of a Ponce de Leon. You, <laughs> your first trip to Florida after at the very uh, yeah. midst last of the, May of the panda uh, yeah. of the of the uh, pandemic. Yeah, it was in May. Yes, my first w- w- trip. 
was historic. I mean, that was on the, the level of Ponce de Leon. Nobody had really left their homes. I, 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 I didn't even go to the grocery store. And right. And on an aeroplane and, and to go there. And, the and many people say, what are you going there? And it is a beautiful. It's our most tropical state, I believe. It's not only 90 minutes from Cuba. And, yeah. uh, uh, and and all that. So it, it, it's, it, it, uh, it's a completely different weather. That's the amazing yeah. thing that you can just go south and change the weather. Like uh, for years, w- when you're growing up in, in the north, you, you, you're sort of sold a bill of goods and you're yeah. told that's, you know, the winter is cold and snowy and you've got to shovel snow and be cold and, and and that's just the way it is. And that's yeah. how life is uh, on planet Earth. And you can't escape it. You can't escape. Yeah, that's not true. No. They don't tell you that. that your, your parents don't tell you that. Uh, at least mine didn't. They kept it a secret. Now, I, I, I hear of Florida and they say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's, uh, 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 no, we're not going to go to Florida. There's no such place. They didn't say there's no such place. But they, <laughs> and they quickly changed the conversation. They quickly changed yeah. the topic. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't want you to know that there was a way to li- that, that that we could have lived in in, in balmy uh, sub uh, 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 I guess it's uh, tropical. I think. Yeah, and to escape. But Tommy, of course, with Paradise. the advent of air travel, and even now in the height of the season, you can get forty dollars one way fares to Miami. And but it's not just it's time travel that we speak of too, because you're literally just erasing the seasons and 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 skipping the summer whenever you want it. It's an incredible power, a two hour and eight minute flight, uh, or sometimes it takes two and a half hours and you're in a whole, literally another world. And it's, it's, it, it boggles the mind. And, 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 you know, my worry about a boggled mind, Mm -hmm. you know, people say, wow, my mind is boggled. Uh, Is that, I mean, is there such a thing as a long-term boggle? I mean, can you become unboggled? That's my fear. Is that, yeah. Yeah, well, nothing has been peer-reviewed yet on that. But Chris says the game boggle. And the question is by playing the game. Some people claim you play the game boggle, then your mind stays boggled. But uh, I, there's no evidence of that. Well, I, I've got to say uh, it boggles the mind that you can go. I can be in New York right now. I could actually literally drive down to a warmer climate. You could uh, do that, too, or a short flight. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, but you say a short flight and the flights you, you say are, are you, you seem to really be an advocate of the flights are not expensive. Oh, not at all. They're very inexpensive. And Tommy, you know, I, I uh, the, the HEPA filters words we never knew before uh, uh, circulates new every two seconds. And I uh, I have not encountered and either of you, Tommy, in your flights, these so-called these brawls that seem to be yes. on every other flight. I'm, I've only had just very, not very warm, like even the people who sat next to me yesterday kind of like did that kind of the thing that I did to Penelope Cruz, the two hands over my chest, I come in peace. Uh, These are our seats. Is it okay? They asked if they could claim their rightful seats next to me. So it's a far cry from brawling goons that we see seemingly on everywhere on YouTube. Yes, that is that. Well, there's a, a story right there. Flight goes off without a hitch. No one brawls on flights to Florida. <laughs> and Tommy, you've heard it. I don't know if this is not news to you. These cancellations of flights. Everyone's saying, check your flight. Not only did my flight go off, it was early. We, we, we arrived early. And, and so... Uh, Daddy, I had the same experience. Yeah. I had the same, and, and, and so uh, my flight uh, not only was not canceled, 
but I arrived, it arrived a half hour early. And, and Scotty, I, I, I then that evening and to, and, and, and the day afterwards, I, and Scotty, I, I, I feel a little guilty about this, but I would watch news reports of the cancellations and I would think how fortunate I am that I, my flight didn't get canceled. I felt more fortunate than the poor sops who are shown standing in line at the airport. Is, uh, does yeah, that, well, that's that another hurt? example where this is a hallmark story that we we all came out on the, the good end of the, whichever end of the coin, which is not really an expression because coins don't really have an end. But whatever it was, I flipped a coin and it came out in my favor in some way. It wasn't a game, but it just metaphorically, but it could have been worse with the, the positive test. I, I just had a mild cold. I, I could have uh, not had a fine lodge, just a place to be that was calm and sunny. I could have had my flight delayed or You could canceled. have turned into a, 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 an embittered uh, dictator uh, in exile. Dictator in exile. Which yeah. it, it, that's, that was the most amazing thing, that you did not become that guy who starts... Who, who goes into the wedding and just, you know, dressed in your pajamas and they're <laughs> dirty and you just pick up chairs and start throwing them at the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. And that's again would be an altar. story. That would be a good opening for the Hallmark movie. And then, of course, but no, we didn't go that but route. We created that. our own scenario and it really. Uh, yeah. uh, so we're very thankful to for both of us that we uh, avoided some of these uh, pitfalls that people hear about. And we wish the, all of the, the same luck. For everyone uh, else, uh... I, think about it, Scotty. I didn't get. Uh, I did not get uh, COVID. I can't believe that I was on a plane. I was there. My uh, actually, uh, when I was at uh, my brother's house, uh, shortly before I went to my brother's house in Libertyville, I learned that his son had arrived and tested positive for COVID and left with his family. Wow! So there was some question: Did uh, my brother and his wife get COVID. Will I catch it? I didn't even think about it. I just went there and we had uh, a uh, we play. We had a nice little Christmas opening of presents and oh. a game that I had bought a Mexican dominoes. Uh, the four of us adults, no kid, no nephews, no nieces. It really was a. And we did watch heart a uh, 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 Hallmark movies and and. <laughs> remarked about them how they always have these lines at various points in the movie in with the word heart in them you yeah. know it's really a christmas for the heart and tommy but, i must say that uh, this is something i wasn't planning to talk about uh, on my uber ride back to the tampa airport which is a marvelous airport by the way modern and, and efficient although laguardia now uh coming back is much better now they have some lovely terminals but they the, the driver had on joy fm which was a a Christian radio station, Tommy. I don't, you know, not. Had, I, 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 in the past, I think some of those religious stations could be off-putting. But I must say that if Joy FM were available in the New York market, I might just listen to this station because it was skilled DJs, a la Larry Lujak from the old <laughs> WCFL uh, Chicago land in the sixties and seventies. Uh, and it, was, it wasn't, you know, uh, oh, these people are bad, or we don't believe in voting. No, uh, you know, it was like, hey, have a great day. And if your marriage needs some help, we can help out with it. So it was all very positive. And I'm not, let me just state now, I'm not converting to evangelical Christianity. But, Scotty, major, but I like to listen to the station maybe That's online. Right. Yeah. I mean, but some people are, are, are thinking, you know, Scotty, uh, um, in a way, it's a miracle that you didn't convert to evangelical Christianity 
because uh, that experience alone of driving back and listening to a Christian radio station and finding, hey, you know, it doesn't sound so bad. That <laughs> could have sent you in, in, so that you would come back and 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 real and and to be honest, Scotty, <clears throat> I would have been very respectful. But if you would start, you know, kept you know tr- turning the conversation to the Lord and and, <laughs> and how Jesus can uh, can. Um, Take care uh, of everything. Take yeah. care of your sins, and yeah. and, and Jesus uh, washes blood in the lamb, and that's what, his feet in the blood of the lamb. That's what I that that actually, Scotty. I am grateful that that did not happen. Well, it would and, be if I did it once, we could get a good episode out. Of yeah. It. Oh we no, could, no, it would. Be, yeah, it would be riveting. Uh, yeah, and that would be. Or, we could throw it into the mix of people. Oh, what's your show like? We could have that one episode. But if it became an everyday thing. Then it would. I have to say, Tommy, it would change the whole nature of the even, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and you know, with you constantly, and even though I'm sure you'd be very good natured about it, but you'd be quote, quoting Bible scriptures, you know, dropping those into the yeah know, in it, my it, in my own voice in and upbeat, but still and, it would be, and I'd throw in some praise Jesus, and it just <laughs> again, and, and not to say that those who want to say that shouldn't be no, 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 it, you're but, not. You're not saying you're not trying to suppress other people. You're just saying for you, uh, and and I'm saying the same thing. I'm glad you didn't become an evangelical Christian. Yeah, on, for, the, on that. for the sake of the podcast, too. I think it would it was limited in the sake way. of the podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I just but I do. I will say that it did. That was the whole Florida thing again. It was just uh, uh, you know, it was nice to hear. Oh, these are good DJs and doing their job, and and there you go. And it was uh, just a. A wonderful way to spend a, a, a few days. And again, I'm not, and for our listeners, I'm not going to start trying to track it down and listen because I really don't listen to many things. I, if I do, I should listen to jazz, <laughs> that very inspiring, uh, uh, you know, American creation, really, yeah. uh, as is not, not a theater. Uh, radio station in, in uh, Clearwater, Florida. Well, uh, Scotty, there's so much to chew on. Uh, it, it, you gave us a lot to unpack. And and honestly, I think and I literally so- unpacked last night. Yeah, Scotty. I mean, we both had a very inspiring uh, uh, holiday, Hallmark, holiday, uh, Christmas. Uh, you, in your case, a wedding, like a wedding in the holiday. I mean, that is the the um, Hallmark uh, hat trick in a way. Well, yeah, but I think we created a, wedding, a new uh, genre, Tommy, beyond Hallmark. In fact, that'll be the name of our. You know, production company beyond Hallmark, and they'll sue, but we'll get a lot of attention, so it'll be worth it. It'll be worth uh, it. Because be- we go beyond, we don't just set up again. It, I wasn't a dictator in exile, that would have been the lifetime. The, you uh, got the COVID, but you didn't turn into a dictator in exile, you didn't become, yeah. yeah, and you didn't become that crazed guy with dirty pajamas. No, 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 into the middle of the wedding, and everybody oh, quiets down, and the band stops playing. The, yeah, march, and that's not for covered. us, that's easy, dramatic, effect, but that's not the way we think. That's, Tommy, that's, and, that's not who you are, so. no, and if it were, you are not the same person anymore. <laughs> exactly. And you, Tommy, uh, for pre-clearance, you just you're going to state once again that you have done nothing wrong. You want to just get it out there I, now. Let me so just the CIA while I'm not being apprehended of anything yeah. that I have done nothing wrong. And, and that that's the time when you most should believe me, because I'm not trying to get off of anything. So right. Right. You're not handcuffed. I'm not handcuffed. So, well, I have we, nothing wrong at yeah. all. 
uh, uh, period. So let's hopefully just, it'll get out to the proper authorities. Let's just make th make that clear, Scotty. This was a probably had four or five uh, of the most brilliant things anybody's ever said in a podcast, just in this one podcast. Oh, a little, and most people are off this week, and we're <laughs> we're here today at another special year end edition on yeah. Friday. So we look forward to that. Yeah. And until then. I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman. I'm, I'm always going to be Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.